This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to hour number four of the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you to everybody connected all over North America. I'm here with super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm here with full phone lines. I'm here with my phone blowing up. I'm I'm just here hanging out, talking about sports because that's what I do. And so thank you to everyone who's been locked in since hour number one. We get started here at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern time. So whether you are in Seattle, Washington, or you are in Miami, or Arizona, or Minneapolis, Texas, I don't know where you're at. You could be in Cleveland. You could be in Utah, the home of the NBA All-Star Game this year. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. We got a phone line, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS. If you can't get through on the phone lines, you can always get a hold of me on social media. That's at JR Sport Brief, at JR Sport Brief on all social media. It's been a busy night. Uh, tonight, we learned that broadcasting legend, college basketball broadcasting legend, Billy Packer, uh, it was announced via his son that he passed away at the age of 82. Uh, We talked earlier in the show about Kobe Bryant. It's amazing that it's already been three years uh, to the day of his death, which is just absolutely mind-boggling how fast time goes. Uh, We talked about some news in the NFL today. Frank Reich being named the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Dan Quinn tells everyone that he's going to be returning to the Dallas Cowboys. He's not going to look to pick up a head coaching job. Uh, We talked about Nathaniel Hackett, former offensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers, more recently a failure with the Broncos. He's the new offensive coordinator for the New York Jets. And I just told you, I think the Jets have nothing to lose by trying to lure Aaron Rodgers because the Jets are a loser organization. Why not? You know, what sense does it make If, if they have to, they have to. But what sense does it make to just bring in Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo? They'd just be treading water. And, yeah, Aaron Rodgers probably isn't what he used to be. He's still better than those guys. And they would still be able to keep Zach Wilson under contract, and then hopefully he'd be able to learn a thing or two from Aaron Rodgers, hopefully not to be a pain-in-the-ass jerk. But I digress. Jets have nothing to lose. Would Aaron Rodgers want to go there? Different conversation, 
But they have Nathaniel Hackett. The Jets have pieces. They have weapons. And, uh, man, the Jets, you might as well swing for the fences. It's the Jets. These opportunities don't come along too often. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get back to the phone lines momentarily. You know, I did mention the New York Jets are trying to figure out their quarterback situation, trying to figure out who they want to go out there and put on the team with Zach Wilson. The other team that represents New York City, or should I say the New York City metropolitan area, is the New York Giants. And at one point in time, it looked like both the New York Giants and the New York Jets were both going to make the postseason. We know that didn't happen. The Jets crashed and burned due to their quarterback situation. And the New York Giants were able to succeed with a first-year head coach and Brian Dayball, who's a candidate for coach of the year. And damn it, I think he's going to go out there and win it. They beat the Vikings. No surprise, the Vikings don't or didn't have too much resistance when it came down to defense. And then they got smashed by the Eagles. But it was a shock that the Giants were even here. And one of the reasons that they were was because of their quarterback, Daniel Jones. The New York Giants declined to pick up his fifth-year option, and so Daniel Jones is now a free agent. They wanted to see what Daniel Jones was able to do because after multiple bum-ass coaches and multiple systems and many turnovers – They weren't just going to stick this guy and keep him around. And so he's a free agent. Both he and Saquon Barkley played up to par. They went beyond par. They played out of their minds. Daniel Jones cutting out the turnovers. He rushed for 708 yards, seven touchdowns. He threw for 3,200 yards and 15 touchdowns. And he did not turn the ball over. Is anybody going to mistake him for... Uh, Lamar Jackson? No. Is anybody going to look at him and call him Patrick Mahomes? No. But he played with crap wide receivers. It was basically him and Saquon Barkley who were the offense, and God knows what Daniel Jones would be able to, to continue to progress to if he had weapons around him. And so now that he's a free agent, I'd say it's in the best interest of him and the New York Giants to come to an agreement. And after the season ended, even though it was a destruction at the hands of the Eagles, you know, everybody is like, hey, yeah, we we like the guy. Joe Shane, the new general manager of the New York Giants, he's like, yeah, yeah, we we want this guy back. Listen, we'd like Daniel to be here again. He he said it yesterday. There's there's a business side to it, but um, we feel like Daniel played well this season he's done everything that we asked him to do and you know again there's a business side to it we we haven't went down that road yet um you know we still got to have our meetings with our staff late in the week and uh we'll devise an off-season plan but we we haven't had those meetings yet but uh we would like to have daniel jones back yeah well they would like to have him back what's the new york giants other options they got a growing defense they need to draft offensive weapons and you you can't let Saquon and Daniel Jones just go. It was you'd be back in the toilet. You heard Joe Shane reference Daniel Jones. When he was asked about his future, he's like, yeah, I'd like to be here, but it's all business. Listen. Right now, more than anything, thinking about this year and this team and, um, you know, the guys and, and how uh, grateful I am to be a part of it. Uh, special group of guys. Um, 
you know, I've really enjoyed being here. I have nothing but love and respect for, for this organization. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to be back, but, uh, you know, we'll see. And, and there's a business side of it, too. So, um, you know, very grateful to, to be here and, and be a part of it. Oh, they're they going to have to shell out, I'd say. I don't know, between approximately, uh, really, probably $35 million to keep him on a couple of years, two, three years, probably three. I mean, we're not going to wake up with Daniel Jones getting paid more than Dak, right? No, he can't make more than 40. We can't re- revert this guy lower to the uh, lower than the franchise tag, which would be about 30. New York Giants got to pay this man. And yeah, it's a difficult decision to make because Daniel Jones is, he's not in the upper echelon of quarterbacks, but he's, he's not a bum. There are a lot of teams that would be in a good position to have Daniel Jones as their starting quarterback. Brian Dayball, never someone who is uh, extremely effusive about his own talent. He was asked about Daniel Jones, and yeah, he wants him back too, but he wasn't necessarily screaming it from the mountaintops. you think Daniel will be the quarterback for the next Giants game? Yeah, all these conversations, we're going to have those. Now, there's a time and a place to have all those conversations. Uh, tonight's not. Tonight's not it. Oh well, that was a glowing endorsement. But Brian Daybowl is not always uh, peaches and cream. He also made it clear a few days after their elimination at the hand of the Eagles that yeah, we want Daniel Jones back. Not everybody is gonna be Patrick Mahomes, and I understand people aren't too high on him right now because of his own turnover issues. Not everybody's going to be Josh Allen or Joe Burrow. Daniel Jones is a starting quarterback in the NFL on a good team, on a team that can go to the playoffs and on a team that can compete. He's also a a running quarterback. He can throw the ball. He cut down on his turnovers. If you've watched the New York Giants, he has progressed and gotten better over the past few years. And so what is he worth? I mean, you start thinking about quarterback salaries. I I mentioned to you a few guys, if you think about the top of the mountain, you have someone who is, well, we just talked about him. He's crazy. His name is Aaron Rodgers. He's making $50 million per year. You think about Russell Wilson. Oh, man, what a disaster that is right now, huh? 49 a year. Kyler Murray and Deshaun with their $230 million contracts, they're making 46. Mahomes is 45. Derek Carr is 40. Matt Stafford, 40. Prescott, 40. Kirk Cousins is 35. Didn't Daniel Jones just beat the guy making 35? Goff is 33. And then you start getting into no man's land. Carson Wentz made $32 million. What a ripoff. Matt Ryan made $30 million. Ryan Tannehill made 30. Ripoff. Tom Brady made 25, but who cares? This guy's wealthy out the wazoo. And then Baker Mayfield made 15. Winston made 14. Marcus Mariota for the Falcons. Man, he ain't the future for nothing. He made nine. Daniel Jones has to be paid somewhere between Kirk Cousins and Dak. Because that's where, that's pretty much where he slots in at. 
And so at least the New York Giants don't have to worry about this. I think it's a simple solution. Give Daniel Jones a three-year deal, $35, $37 million. Tag Saquon if you can't come up with a deal for him. Sure, he won't be happy about it, but thus is life. And try to get him some actual weapons. And for people who think Daniel Jones is, you know, just a bum or just not worth anything, get a guy a break. Did you see who the hell he was playing with? He was a one-man team. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Joe is here from Detroit. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. Hey, how you doing? I'm very good, Joe. What's up? So, um, I'm, I'm I've been on here for a minute, but Aaron Rodgers, I'm 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 sold on him getting a chance uh, later in his career to go and showcase his talent somewhere else. I mean, a lot of the greats did it. Um, I want to say was Steve Young did it. Obviously, Tom Brady did it. Um, uh, Peyton Manning did it. So why is it, you know, so pe- people so hell bent on him staying there? When clearly, as you get older in your career, you get a chance to groom, you know, what it is that makes you tick and make you go out there, and, you know, and play your best. So I think organizations like the Jets that haven't been winning, even the Giants wouldn't even be a bad idea because they have a defense over there. But organizations that haven't really won much could use somebody to come in that's like an on-field coach, like a – like a um like a person like Rogers, so I'm uh I'm sold on him getting there, being able to leave. So I think it's a great idea. Okay. Um, I, all right. Well, and thank you, Joe, for calling from Detroit. I think you mixed up Steve Young and Mister Montana, who who finished up his career with the Chiefs. I understand what you're saying. Most of the greats don't stick with one team. Most professional athletes who are around long enough don't stay or finish their careers with one team. But as Aaron Rodgers, you talk about him. Yeah, he, he's a veteran. He has experience. But is Aaron Rodgers, like, really a, a leader? Or is he someone who grates on your nerves? And I understand you can look at his numbers this year and say, well, it was his thumb. Oh, it was his ribs. I mean, he was counted out a few years ago and he came back and won two MVPs. Have the results been there in the postseason? No, they have not been. He's a good option as a player. Uh, but his personality? Oh, man, he I feel like he might be running up against the wall with a lot of folks if he were to be a New York Jet. David is calling from Pittsburgh. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, J.R., thanks for taking the call. Hey, first, with your question about Aaron Rodgers, I'd just sort of like to see him stay in Green Bay, and if he spends some of the offseason working with those receivers, I think there is some potential there. So as much as there is to be said for leaving, I think there's also something to be said for staying with one team your whole career because it happens so infrequently. Mm. And then if I may, Jr. the second point I wanted to make, and this was a discussion point last night, you were talking earlier last, about change. Well, David. Yes, sir. Last night. Sheesh. Go ahead. Well, I got in under the – I couldn't make the cut last night. But All quickly, right. um, the Hall of Fame process for baseball has gotten sort of stale. So my mm. idea was – 
I'd like to see them open it up to where the baseball writers didn't have a monopoly on the voting, and just like they do with some of the golden era committees, get a mixture of baseball writers, baseball executives, historians, and Hall of Fame players. Because then I think you have better discussions, you're more uh, inclusive rather than exclusive, and there's a better exchange of ideas. And my fear with someone like Andrew Jones, he's a bona fide Hall of Famer, and I fear that he's like Danny Murtaugh of the Pirates, that he's going to end up falling through the cracks and be lost. Uh, he'll, he, he'll get in. I, I agree with you, though. There needs to be a, an adjustment. It doesn't just need to, to rest at the laurels of the sports writers and then get passed on down uh, to committees where that's pretty much the first time the players get a hand. Uh, they should have a, a more active role before the sports writers uh, get their hands on it. So I agree with you, David. I appreciate okay. you for calling from Pittsburgh. Okay, thank you, JR. No doubt about it, absolutely. Jermone calling from Portland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Yes, you're live. Go ahead. Hey, JR, what's good, man? Third time listener. Appreciate you, man. Uh, hey, real quick, just wanted to chime in on the Aaron Rodgers thing. I thought an interesting takeaway from that. Hear me out here real quick. You notice in the McAfee interview, you know what he says? He says, I don't want to be a COVID MVP. What do you think about that? Hear him out there. It sounds I, like he's had, has I didn't hear him. I didn't hear him say, I don't want to be a COVID MVP. He said he but won he, two COVID MVPs. He won two COVID MVPs. Yes, he didn't say I don't I didn't want to be known as winning a COVID MVP. That's not what he said. But you know, you hear him say that, it sounds like he has something to prove. You think about him with Hackett being rejoined in New York. No, I don't think I mean? so. No, I don't I that's personally that's that's not my takeaway that he feels he has something to prove. We we know that he is someone who's And you about like to fit. Oh my god. Hey, Shep, why did why why did he ask me a question and then interrupt me? Like, does he want an answer to the first question, or does he want to like I, what does he want to do? I thought he was shell shocked how quick you were to totally actually um, pinpoint exactly what Roger said. So Jermon was taken back by that, and then he it was just uh, all hell broke loose at that point for Jermon. Well, he, he couldn't come back. Let's ask him again. Yeah, because uh, I'm answering one question, right. and he's like, "Hold on, let's see." Jermon, are you you still here? I'm here, man. My bad. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You did. So what? What? I'm which sorry. question? What's your most important question? And I'll try to answer that. Listen, I just I I, I was wondering. I thought there was a little bit of, uh, you know, I thought there was a little bit of, uh, something there with him saying the COVID thing, and uh, you know. That was my, and then my question, second question was, you know, I why just wanted to know your main, no, what's your main question? What do you want to ask me? I wanted your first opinion on the on the COVID thing. That was it, and I interrupted you. Okay, no, I don't. I didn't think anything of it. But thank you, Jermon. I don't think there's a thing. <laughs> we know he's about him. Ask Rob Gronkowski. You remember what he said last week? Rob Gronkowski said, what the hell are you out here thinking about winning more MVPs for when you should be thinking about Super Bowls? And so does he have something more to prove? Yeah, sure, absolutely. He's a professional athlete. He wants to prove things to himself. 
He wants to prove things to his peers. He wants to win. Whether he wants to win first for himself or his team is debatable. That I don't know. A matter of fact, this is what Rob Gronkowski had to say about Aaron Rodgers and his goals. I'm totally fine with everything he said except one major part, and that's the MVP again. It's just that I think I... I think I could win another Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and, it, and then that would have been totally fine. Like, like, bro, like, why are you thinking MVP? Like, don't you want Super Bowls? Like, Super Bowls are, are I think, five times greater than a, than an MVP award. Like, we all know that you won the MVP a few times now, but like, you know, everyone would everyone would know even more how many more Super Bowls you've won than MVP. So that that's why I'm just a little confused about that. You know, about that quote that he just had. I mean, it should be Super Bowls. You should never be thinking the MVP. Yeah, so there you you have it, Jermon. I'm sure he feels he has more to prove. And I feel probably he's thinking about himself right now. Mike is calling from Fort Lauderdale. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, I love your show, man. Thank you. I wanted to make a point. You were making a point about the scoring record? Yes. And LeBron... When he breaks this record, I think it'll last forever because I never thought anybody would ever break Kareem's record. But I forgot LeBron's playing 20 years, like you said. He never gets hurt, and that's the reason why he, he can break the record. Well, He's over, the past, nature. over the past few years, as he has been hurt more often, his recovery and rest, et cetera, so that he yeah, has over the past few years. Bullshit injuries, little injuries, nothing serious, nothing major. That's what I'm saying, and that's because he's so strong, like you said. And when he breaks this record, there ain't going to be somebody that's going to want to play 20 years. There ain't going to be somebody that can score the way people score. Even though the scoring gets easier, like you're saying, that's a lot of points, man. And that's a lot of years playing without being injured. And I just can't see it happening. I just wanted to let you know I'm happy he's doing it. I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime. And, uh... I'm enjoying it. No, so I, I thought I, I'd let you know. Well, thank you, Mike. I, I agree with you. I didn't think I'd see anybody break uh, Kareem's record, but here we are. Like times change, eras change. Uh, man, who knows? We might have an era of the NBA where we got guys jacking up even more threes. I'll tell you again, the leaders are taking 10 of these suckers a night. That was unimaginable. 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 10 years ago, maybe, except for maybe one or two guys on occasion, not every night. It's bananas right now. Jerry, you know what's amazing? No. When when he does pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and I, I apologize for this because I know it's off the top of your head, but do you have any idea what LeBron James is going to be when it comes to all-time assist ranking? Oh, he isn't he not already in the top five? So he so by the time so he's got about two more games until he passes Mark Jackson and Steve Nash on the career all time assists mark. He will be fourth in the right. history of the sport. Just John Stockton, right? And then obviously Jason Kidd and Chris Paul. He's gonna eventually pass Chris Paul. Chris Paul doesn't have a lot of legs left, and he will eventually pass Jason Kidd. He will end up as the all time leading scorer by a mile. And the second career assist leader in NBA history. Yeah, he's it's amazing. He's a freak. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and Jr. He's got more rebounds. He's got more career rebounds than the the Admiral. For God's sakes, the Admiral, well, David well, Robinson, well, 
David Robinson fell to pieces at the end of his career. <laughs> right, but he was pretty. But he, but he was pretty good. Uh, you know, uh, he was pretty good. To, you know, stacked up for the first 13, 14 years of his career, though. Sure, yeah, but the the end was just there was no end. That's unfortunately. fair. That's fair. Nah, he's he, he's great. We we know this, and God knows where he goes and how much more uh, he stacks up here at the end of his career because uh, LeBron James is is not done. He's abusing these records. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls. Uh, I'm going to briefly talk to you about Damian Lillard. We got more to do. The JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What you have, you can't even put a price on it because you have a platform and you always handle your platform with responsibility. And for that, I look up to you and I respect you and I appreciate you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Tonight, we've talked about a lot of uh, teams in transition, I guess you could say. I can't wait till tomorrow when we actually spend more time talking about the AFC and NFC championship games. So we've talked about the Panthers. We talked about the Cowboys. uh, We talked about Nathaniel Hackett potentially being bait for Aaron Rodgers, which would just be a crazy thing if Aaron Rodgers was on the Jets. It just would would just be mind-boggling. We've seen crazier things. And oh, yeah, by the way, Last night I told you about the Indianapolis Colts that Jim Irsay wants to keep Jeff Saturday. The fans have started a petition in Indianapolis, a petition basically saying, an online petition, of course, we do not want Jeff Saturday to return as our head coach. And um, I don't know if that's going to change the mind of Jim who says he knows plenty of football. Uh, Is this a guy that would potentially change his mind? Listen to the owner of the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know how to make sausage. I don't know what goes into sausage. But I do know how to build a football team because I've been around for 52 years. Yeah. This petition, don't hire Jeff Saturday as head coach it's on change.org as of this moment about 3200 people have signed and they say if it gets to 5000 signatures it's likely to get picked up by the local news it's pretty much all over the news sean ward who started this petition says we as colts fans will always love the memories of the super bowl team We love the former players and the people they've become, but we don't want Jeff Saturday as the head coach of this team going forward. Please hire someone with experience and save your fan base from revolting and losing interest. 3,200 people have signed this. I'm pretty sure by the time we get to the morning, uh, I don't know. It's, It's late in Indianapolis right now, but we might have more than 5,000 people who signed. If you want to be a jerk 
and sign the petition, just search uh, Jeff Saturday at change.org. My apologies to Jeff Saturday. Not really. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Jerry is calling from Nashville. What's up, Jerry? Hey, JR, man. Hey, good to talk to you. Hey, listen, I want to talk about Daniel Jones and uh, the situation of why not let him be a free agent and see what other teams offer him. I don't think he's worth $20, $25, 30000000 million a year. I don't think he would get that anywhere else. I think that the the Giants are just outbidding their, themselves. What do you you think? don't think he's worth twenty million dollars a year? What twenty, twenty five, thirty? Baker, let the, let, let the market dictate the, it. I just the market, don't think other teams. The market is the market is set. Baker Mayfield made fifteen million dollars a year. Ryan Tannehill made thirty. Matt Ryan made thirty. Carson Wentz made thirty two. Jared Goff made 33. Kirk Cousins made 35. Dak made 40. The market is set. But Jones beat the Vikings, the 31st defense of the year. Come on. He, it's not just about – well, well here's, here's a couple of questions. Not every team, first of all, is even going to the playoffs. Daniel Jones has one of the worst offensive weapons, one of the worst offensive weapons – in the entire NFL. The New York Giants were one of the best rushing teams with basically a two-man offense with a threat of Darius Slayton going deep. It's not just what he did in the playoffs. It's the improvement that he showed throughout the course of the year. And I have to apologize, but actually going to the playoffs in a quote-unquote prove-it year with a rookie head coach when nothing is expected of you and you improve in every single statistical category as a quarterback from passing percentage to cutting down on turnovers to leading a team to the playoffs with the weapons that he had, I, I find your argument, I have to be honest, I find it laughable. No, I, I think his first couple of years, Cher, come on, man, he was brutal. It was hard to watch. I'm, I'm sorry. Jerry, I got to tell you, I got to let you go because that is inaccurate. That's inaccurate. Daniel, jo- Daniel Jones' first year in the NFL was pretty good. The subsequent years were not good. As he went through multiple cultures, he also had to go through injury, and that would probably be the biggest concern I have about Daniel Jones. But to say that he's laughable, you basically ignored everything that I just said about the man. It's debatable as to what you believe he's worth, but the market is set. It's debatable whether or not you think he'll continue to improve. But you can't take away what he has done this past season and over the past four years, what he has shown, the good and bad. So to just say, oh, well, he's laughable, or he only beat the Vikings in the playoffs. Where's, where was Derek Carr these playoffs? You know, where was Aaron Rodgers these playoffs? And I'm not, I'm not comparing him to Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking about how difficult it is to make the playoffs, how difficult it is to actually win a game for someone who is unheralded, at one point not wanted, the New York Giants didn't pick up his option. For good reason, they didn't pick it up. He was on a prove-it year, and he's proven that he's a much-improved quarterback. So you don't have to like the guy or appreciate him. But if you can't just draw a, a vivid picture of who he's been the past four years, then relax. 
For the New York Giants, I would say he is the best option. You want him to be a free agent? You don't think Washington would want him? You don't think another team would pick him up? They're a match made for each other right now based on the circumstances. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Who the New York Giants going to bring in as quarterback? Hey, Marco, who they, who they bring in as an alternative? There is no alternative. The, That's so the problem. Better... They're too far down in the draft, so you can't go that option. And what is out there that's better than Daniel Jones? You want to go veteran and spend gigantic money for an injured Jimmy Garoppolo or for a Derek Carr who's a lot older? There is no other option. Yeah, it's, I don't know. The last caller just, I don't know. I don't think he's seen Daniel Jones play maybe but once. I don't, I don't know. Anyway. It's the JR Sport Reef Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey man, thank you for having me, man. Enjoy your show, man. I've been I've been tuned in for about a month, man. I've been locked in, so I would appreciate your work, man. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Before we get ready to roll out, I got a I got a lot of things to share with you. We wanted to discuss Damian Lillard and his accomplishments will we'll do that tomorrow. Obviously, as we approach Friday, we're going to spend a lot of time tomorrow talking about the AFC and NFC championship games on Sunday. I was actually uh, just on Facebook, and one of our followers here, you can check me out at JR Sport Brief. I want to, I want to show him some damn love. What's his name? Where is he? He's just like JR. What do you, what do you think about the game? I'm like, we gonna, we gonna talk about it tomorrow. Shout-outs to Randy Tolan. I think it was Randy. No, Jerry Fan. Thank you, Jerry. Who Eagles or 49ers? We're going we're gonna to discuss it tomorrow as well as the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. And then we'll, we'll get some uh, Damian Lillard love in there tomorrow as well. Uh, let's get to the phone lines to kind of wrap things up tonight. 855-2124-CBS. Just let me know what's on your mind, and, and let's keep it rolling. I want to try to get on as many people as possible. Herschel is here from Chicago. Go ahead, Herschel. What's happening, JR? How you living, brother? I'm very well, man. What's up? Hey, shout out to our guy, uh, Shepard. He did a pretty good job when he was on vacation, by the way. I just got to commend him on that. That's number one. Absolutely. Uh, right? And number two, um, I really want Darren Rogers to get the heck out of our division because I'm a lifelong Bears fan. He's been a freaking sore needle in our backs for years. Can we get them rid of them, please? Well, and, um, you, you at least you know, we're closer to the end. Uh, you know, he's either going to retire or he's going to demand a trade. So I think he's either going to stick around or he'll be gone. Give it two more years uh, max, okay? Right, right. And one more thing. Uh, can you put your GM hat on and help me out with this uh, upcoming draft with the Bears with the number one pick and I'll listen to your comment? Oh, I think you either got to go offensive line or you got to go out there and get this man a weapon if you can't do it in free agency. 
You know that's right. You know, can we can we can we, can we go and get uh, Michael Pittman from uh, the coast or somebody, a Buckner or a Nelson? You know. Well, I mean, you 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 already uh, snapped up one guy. Uh, what's the wide receiver you just got? Claypool. Claypool. So. You could meet. Yeah, there's a there's a combination. We know what the Bears need to work on. Unfortunately, uh, the defense has fallen apart throughout this process, so they need to work on that as well. But the first thing, right. you, you got Fields, you've invested in him, you've traded for him in the prior draft. You want to go out there and get him some weapons and try to keep him protected so he can improve as a passer. I don't think anybody wants to see another Lamar Jackson situation. Thank you, Herschel, for calling from Chicago. Let's go to Johnny from here in Atlanta. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Send that bum Daniel Jones to Washington. He's been here four years. He proved the type of quarterback he is. He's mediocre. Don't pay him $20 million. Give it to Michael White or somebody, somebody cheaper and put on the defense. That's all who, I got to say. Who, Michael White? Yeah, from the Jets. I'd rather oh, have okay. him than Daniel Jones. All right. No one, no one has compared. No one has ever called that man Michael White. And Michael White doesn't have a, a track record of success that that Daniel Jones has. That was a uh, that was a terrible call, and that was another terrible one. David is calling from California. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, Jr.? I'm good, uh, David. What's up? I just wanted to know if you think that Barry Bonds will ever make the the Hall of Fame. As far as I know, he never tested positive for steroids, and they're mainly putting it all on him, and he had enough natural ability where he could have made it even without being accused. Um, I just think that the man had so much talent that I think he should be allowed to get in, and the only reason he hasn't gotten in other than the steroid is just because he was uh, an, real an standoffish ass. with the media. No, he, he was an ass, and this is something that basically came out of his own mouth. A matter of fact, he didn't just call himself an ass. Barry Bonds said, I was a dumbass. That is, a, that is an actual quote from Barry Bonds. And, yes, he never formally failed a drug test, but if you want to go ahead and, and look at, at legalities and law and investigations, there is overwhelming evidence that he did use and so even outside of his, his personality, the fact that he used, man, we have so many committees that vote people into the Hall of Fame. I, I don't think he's going to get in anytime soon. Not at all. And it's uh, the, the odds are stacked up against him for all of the reasons that you mentioned and, and I did as well. I don't, I don't see it happening. Anthony's calling from Jacksonville. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, uh, man, I appreciate taking the call. And um, I wanted to talk about the Danny Dimes situation. All right, so obviously underperformed, you know, his first three years there. But let's be honest, all right? We've seen other quarterbacks be a product of coaching and a product of the system, okay? And I am a Jaguar fan. Look at Trevor Lawrence from Urban Meyer and look at Danny Dimes to uh, day, day ball, or, you know, it, it's night and day. So is it having so many different kinds of coaches and different schemes, or is it just having the wrong ones? I don't, I'm not sure, but I think the guy deserves at least a two million, uh, I mean, two year, like, you know, 20, $30 million deal. And, you know, give the guy a shot. I mean, you're not going to trade up. 
No, hell no. The New York, well, I agree with you, Anthony. That's why it's, uh, it's a very simple conversation for me. The man has had to play under uh, Pat Shermer. He coached or played under Joe Judge. He just had success under Dayball. That's multiple systems. If you watch Daniel Jones in his first year, he was not a bum. He was not a scrub. He did a good job, a very good job for a rookie QB outside of his turnovers, which is not surprising. The two subsequent years, unfortunately, Daniel Jones was hurt and injured. This past season, his numbers continued to rise. Uh, he was a rushing quarterback, led the charge, is also a very good and underrated passer, has poor weapons around him. And so I, I feel like we, we have a lot of parrots now. Nobody's saying that Daniel Jones is one of the best QBs in the game. He's good. It's it. He's in the middle. He's a, he's a good quarterback, and he might be even better if he has weapons. The jury's out, but he ain't no scrub. He's not overrated. He's not a bum. He's going to get paid. He's a good quarterback. I didn't know. Oh, well, he, he only beat the Vikings in the playoffs. Well, well the Vikings won in 15. Or they have flawed 13 and 14. That could have lit the Giants up offensively. Like, we got to learn to give credit where credit is due. Sheesh. Cindy's here from Houston. Hello? Yes, Cindy, go ahead quickly. Um, gosh, Aaron Rodgers seems to be always a red meat issue. What I'd like to know is, oh, over the last two years, how has his locker room felt about him? Is he the the, the leader? They crawl across broken glass to play for him or what what's the team think well typically you won't necessarily hear from active players about their own teammates I think it says a lot for Aaron Rodgers status in Green Bay when one of the best wide receivers in the NFL and Devontae Adams decides to leave for what has already turned out to be a tumultuous situation with the Oakland Raiders and I think it says a lot when you have a recently retired player as Rob Gronkowski, who isn't known to say much of anything outside of jokes, uh, who talks about Aaron Rodgers' public comments. So I think the actions of a lot of other players say a whole lot more than what we typically wouldn't hear, which is anything at all. The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. It's a wrap. I'll be back tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. It's all about the championship games. But don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. Amy Lawrence is coming up next. Thank you, Chef. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.